The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. On the line, we've got Daniel Lamana from Stockdale and Lego Drysdale. Daniel, good morning. Thank you for being on the program. Thank you, Mitchell. So what are the new lending restrictions which are coming into force? Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, Josh Frydenberg's been speaking with APRA and uh, just trying to mitigate some risk in the financial system with introducing some new macro prudential tools. Uh, and that's really looking around reducing access to funding for, uh, for the investors um, uh, without really touching those first home buyers and our families trying to upgrade. I see. So it's not necessarily about trying to have responsible lending practices, that sort of thing. It's simply about trying to change the nature of buyers in the uh, the housing market. Is that right? Yeah. So we've seen, we all acknowledge that we've seen a huge jump in property prices, which has been fantastic for the net worth of a lot of a lot of uh, Victorians and obviously Geelong has benefited from the sea change. But now what we're starting to see is that uh, that housing cycle has really is really running extremely hot. Um, so it's important to note that Reserve Bank of Australia has said that they're not going to use interest rates to cool the market, which is fantastic. Um, so there needs to be other ways and other tools um, that regulators are using to reduce access to funding. And they're, they're really focusing on investors. Um, and they are doing that, APRA's doing that by stopping investors from being able to leverage off the back of multiple properties with the huge growth that we've seen on those LVRs. Um, and then also looking at that debt to, uh, to income ratio. Um, and restrict lending uh, around that debt to income. So I suppose the issue if you try and raise interest rates, if you're the Reserve Bank, uh, the challenge with that is it affects everyone sort of evenly, although, I mean, nothing's ever even in the economy, but it's a bit of a blunt instrument, isn't it? Whereas perhaps with this approach, things are a little bit more targeted. That most certainly are. So it is, it's a very targeted approach. Um, coupling that with, um, increasing that interest rate buffer. So when buyers are looking at, uh, buying, the banks are sitting back saying, well, interest rates are available. Interest rates are less than 2% at the moment, but we are going to be running all numbers at 5.1. Commonwealth Bank themselves are running the numbers at 5.25 interest rates. Um, so to create that buffer when interest rates do, which inevitably they will increase in the next three to four years, it's already put in place to, to assist, um, to assist lenders to make sure that they are not, uh, they're not over leveraged. So if I was someone in the property market and if I own a couple of houses and maybe some investment properties and I'm trying to get finance now to, uh, invest in yet another property, what's it going to look like for me? How is it going to be different? Um, so right now, um, I'd be saying buy, 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 uh, whilst the, before the regulations obviously change. But the biggest changes that we're going to see is that, uh, APRA, once these new rules are put in place, APRA will restrict the amount, obvious, uh, the amount that, uh, investors can borrow. Obviously, they are leveraging against property and then getting that income from rental. But the income to debt ratio, they'll be sitting back saying, well, you can't have that debt level 
with your current income, despite the fact that you can, you feel like you can service it, um, they're really going to be tapping it. Despite the fact you can service it, they will be tapping it to pull those investors out in the market. It's interesting because a lot of people think the property market is a very good investment. And I suppose if you look at that net worth that's gone up in recent times, uh, you would say it is. But I was watching a program the other night that said, no, maybe not not quite as good an investment as what some people think. I don't know what you think. I'd imagine you'd think, yes, it's been pretty good over the last few years and good times if you own property. Um, it's like anything, a balanced portfolio is where it needs to be and you need to be, uh, you need to be diversifying. Anyone that, uh, that just focuses on property is probably, um, is probably exposed having all their eggs in one basket. So to anyone that's purely, uh, investing in the stock market. And I'm, I'm obviously not a financial planner. I'm a real estate mm. agent, but I do sit back and say to people that real estate's a fantastic part of the portfolio, but not, uh, not the only, uh, the only, uh, part of your portfolio, you do need to diversify. But, you know, but, um, we are seeing that it's predicted to slow. The real estate market growth is predicted to slow to around 7% next year. And 7% growth in any um, any investment is still very good. We're seeing um, 20% this year, 20% gains at 7%. It's, it's still a very strong investment. Especially at a time when other investments aren't doing as well and interest rates are so low that you're not getting bank interest, for example. So uh, 7% is almost unheard of. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and anyone that's investing in, uh, in other, like crypto, cryptocurrency, mm. well, once again, not giving any inve- investment advice, but uh, we've seen a lot of fluctuation there uh, that we haven't obviously seen in real estate. When I was talking a few months ago to various uh, estate agents, including yourself, I think you mentioned that you know the stock is very hard to come by at the moment and properties are literally walking out the door. Um, just wondering if it is the same now. Is it still just as hot as what it was a few months ago or not really? Yeah, so we, we've been very lucky with um, REIV lobbying state government to, uh, to ensure that any future lockdowns, the real estate industry can actually continue to perform, which is great. So what that means is we can now do one-on-one inspections if there is a lockdown. We can also have photographers go out and take photos of properties. So that is going to stop um, stop the market completely, uh, completely stopping every time there's a lockdown, um, or prevent the market from stopping every time there's a lockdown. So that flow of stock will continue to come through and that will, that will actually, well, the expectation is keep a good flow of uh, properties coming through. Prices shouldn't be, uh, shouldn't be, uh, pushed above where they should be just simply because of low stock levels and high buyer activity. And if you are a first home buyer, um, what is it going to mean for you? It presumably will be easier if there's not as many people buying up properties who already have a number of properties. But do you think this will achieve a meaningful change for first home buyers? I think so. I really do think so. And I, one of the things that we've spoken about um, forever Investors and first home buyers compete for the exact same properties pretty much. So when investors are their strongest, first home buyers um, typically are uh, uh, pushed to the side. And this is something that uh, that the um, regulators are trying to maintain, first home buyers having access to property. Um, the 
the, the first-time buyer activity has still been strong, but it is a tricky balancing act to avoid, um, to avoid uh, hurting those first-time buyers but control that market at, at the same time. Well, thank you very much for being on the program. Any final tips for either investors or first-time buyers about how to make the most of the current situation we find ourselves in? Um, I would say that, um, that the housing cycle uh, has been absolutely fantastic. Um, there, there is no market crash, um, but what we are seeing is regulators having to uh, having to identify areas that they can prevent the market from going crazy and mitigate risk. And this is just one of them. It's not a negative. It's just for um, yeah planning for what uh, the regulators are planning on doing. Well, thanks for being on the program and uh, we'll catch up again next month with another issue around real estate. Thanks, Mitchell. Thank you, Daniel Lamana, with us there from Stockdale and Lego Drysdale. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.